guys, welcome back to the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast. This is the first episode in a three-part NLL season preview podcast series I'm doing here. So I'm not going to go through every single team uh, per se. Like I will talk about um, each team individually, but I'm not going to go through each team and the expansion draft losses, who they got in the draft. Like I'll mention a couple notable things, obviously, but I'm not going to go through and break down each team in depth. I'm going to do more of a general overview of each of the three divisions, which, uh, yes, if you have been living under a rock, um, you now know the NOL is going to three divisions in 2019-2020. The North, the East, and the West. For this podcast series, we are going to start things off in the North Division. And move our way west. So, the North Division includes the Buffalo Bandits, the Halifax Thunderbirds, the Rochester Nighthawks, and the Toronto Rock. So, um, very similar to what um, we saw in the East. Uh, This new division alignment basically splits the East into two divisions, the West is um, very similar to what uh, the West actually stays exactly the same. So it's it's similar to what we've seen last year with uh, San Diego coming in. Um, so no changes out West, um, but anywhere east of the Mississippi, you have new teams, um, Splitting the new divisions. And the one interesting thing about the North Division is Halifax and Rochester being in the same division. So, again, unless you've been living under a rock, um, you, you should know that the Rochester Nighthawks have moved to Halifax. The um, Pagulas, who own the Buffalo Bandits and the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Sabres, all those teams. They bought an expansion team in Rochester, and Coach Styles sold the Nighthawks name to them. So um, we have an expansion team, Rochester Nighthawks, and the Halifax Thunderbirds, who are the old Rochester Nighthawks. Now, getting into this... North Division. This is going to be a very interesting one, and not only because of that thing there, uh, that whole, um, I don't know what you want to call it. It should be a rivalry. It should be very, very exciting. The first time Halifax comes back to Rochester, likely get a lot of booze and things like that. Um, But, I mean, this is going to be... an interesting division. Um, a lot of offense. Um, to be honest, you know, Buffalo has a very good offense. Halifax, um, 
some very, very good young players on that team that, you know, last season when they were Rochester, Coach Styles kind of dealt, was no wheeling and dealing, so to speak, at the end. Um, near the trade deadline, got a lot of really good players in there that I really like should help that team a lot. Um, you know, the most interesting team, I think, in this in this division is Rochester, who, you know, you know, really, I think the biggest question for them is, and they got, the, in the expansion draft, they went defensive, def, defensive heavy. And I think the really big question for this team is in terms of goaltending, because you have Steve Fryer, coming in, who I think everyone is kind of pegging as should be the starter there. You also have Ryan Hartley and uh, Craig Wendy as well. Um, all three great goaltenders. Steve Fryer has been a career backup, so to speak. Um, and last season, you know, we saw him step in, in between the pipes and do some very, very good things in Colorado. Um Whenever he had to step in and take over for Dylan Ward, uh, especially last season, you really saw him um, really stand out. And, you know, everyone knew he was going in the draft and he, in the expansion draft, I should say. And uh, he went to Rochester. I think that's a great. A great, great get for this team. Um, in terms of having a very seasoned goaltender there, that they will likely be able to lean on. And you know, is he gonna be the long-term guy, or are we gonna see Ryan Hartley take over if he? Um, if Flyer struggles, and I think that's 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 the question everyone's looking to answer right now is how good can Steve Flyer be? Um, but you know, also Rochester, they got a big name in in the expansion draft in Sean Evans, and I think you know Sean Evans coming back to Rochester because he was with the night the old Nighthawks um, as well before being traded to, was it New England, and then to, uh, yeah, New England, and then uh, to uh, Buffalo last season. Um, and well, he was left unprotected. And he, you know, he's a very good player, and I think he, just as a passer and as a, as a goal scorer, uh, I saw he had 10 points, I think, in the, uh, his first preseason game with the Nighthawks. On Saturday night, should be a um an interesting interesting group there as they do um go a little more defensive heavy in that expansion draft, uh, but. Certainly with getting Sean Evans, you get a very, very 
high-quality offensive talent. Now, also in the North Division, you know, my kind of underdog pick again this season for making it out of in the the playoffs are a little different because I believe it's like the top team in your division um, goes. And so, um, you know, it may be a little harder for some teams to make the playoffs. I'll have to go check out exactly how that is. Um, but it is a little different this season. Um, Toronto, and I think Toronto and Halifax probably, and like, here's the thing, with with Buffalo, you know, they, it, like, their offensive production with Buffalo was kind of, like, like, their offense has always been good. You have Josh Bone. You um they lost Sean Evans and Jordan Dostin, um, who are two big impacts. I talk about, you know, Evans is probably the biggest impact. Um and then they also lose Thomas Hogarth, um, who got hurt in the world championships playing for the Iroquois Nationals. And you lose uh, Ethan O'Connor, who uh, also has an injury. They they will both be out for the rest of the season um, is what I've been told. And, I mean, that is a big, big loss. And they still have guys like Dane Smith, Corey Small, Josh Byrne, all returning. With those three guys, it's not... Like, they, they're not the worst. They're not bad players by any stretch. But last year, I think a big part of this Buffalo team was they had so many pieces. And I just, I, like, I still think they're going to have a successful season. I just can't see them making the NLL finals. And again, you have Matt Vince in goal. So, you know, that's, you know, you, the defense stepped up so much last year. And again, with, with, with as many offensive struggles as you know, offensive losses, as we've seen from this Buffalo team, it's going to be difficult, not only in the division, but in the entire league this year, to replicate the success they had last year. That was a fantastic run. But with Evans gone, with Dostin gone, with Hogarth out, and Hogarth, he'd been playing out the back door. They put him going out the front door last year, and he shines. Him out, Ethan O'Connor out, it's not going to be the same Buffalo team. It's not to say they're not going to have success, but it's going to be different. Now, back to my uh, kind of dark horse pick. Um, Toronto, and, you know, they do, like, their offense has been very, very good. I love those Toronto-Georgia maps uh, matchups. They've been some of the best in the league in terms of offense. Dan Lintner, Kieran McCardle, lost in the expansion draft. 
you know, they will, I think many, including myself, and I'm saying this now, the Rock will be pegged as a sleeper in their division and in the league. Um, and, you know, they returned Tom Schreiber, Rob Hellyer, and the biggest addition, Dan Dawson. And really the big thing, like I think this, the Toronto defense I've been a fan of, and Nick Rose is a very good goalie, and you have some very, very good solid pieces in front of him. Now, Kieran McCardle and Dan Wentner are obviously two big losses. They weren't maybe the best guys on the team, but they both had increasingly better roles as the season, as the crews have gone on in Toronto, Kieran McCardle especially. This year, it's going to be Tom Schreiber, Rob Hellyer on that right side. Dawson adds both depth and depth in that superstar talent at the forward position for Toronto. Um, he made a big splash with the Seals last season, called a comeback season if you want. The man's been in the league for a while. He's been a successful player in the league for a while. The big thing with him is, you know, he didn't have the best year prior to last season. So, this year, can he reciprocate that success that we saw in San Diego last season, helping to lead the Seals in their first season in the league? You know, I think this team, this Rock team, would be lesser without Dan Dawson. But I certainly don't think they would have been bad without Dan Dawson, even with the losses of Wintner and McCardle. And I've mentioned, I'm a big fan of that defense. I think that defense is probably, you know, outside of Buffalo, that defense is probably the best in the division. And Rochester, I think, has a potential to be one of the best in the division as well. But part of that is the chemistry and everything with being an expansion franchise. The the questions that you don't know. But if Dawson is the final piece of this puzzle for the Rock, like his services will not go unnoticed for sure. And it's 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 gonna be exciting to see what he can do back home, uh, playing, you know, Ontario native, playing for Toronto this season. And like, so, talked about Rochester, talked about Toronto, talked about Buffalo a bit, Halifax. Like, the thing for me is, this is a similar team and I know a lot of these guys were added and got bigger roles at the roles at the end of the season when they were wheeling and dealing these guys uh, near the trade deadline, and they didn't get a full season to maybe play in that role. And that does play a part in it. But for me, like for Halifax, like like I first of all, the jerseys, the color scheme, it is top. I mean, that is that is awesome. Like. I've got to get me some Halifax Thunderbirds gear because, you know, the purple, the orange, like that, it just goes so well together. The logo, it's unbelievable. Riptide as well. 
uh, both the new teams. And I, I don't like Rochester's as much. It's a little more, bit more dull, kind of like Army Green. But Halifax and uh, New York are uh, certainly loving uh, those colors and uh, logos and all of that, even if Riptide name doesn't really um, scream New York or Long Island uh, personally uh, to me. But back to Halifax, see, like, they got a lot of young guys on this team that I'm excited to watch kind of grow and develop. You know, you talk about Chris Bushy, you talk about Kyle Jackson, Jake Withers, and then you got these veterans um, like Steve Keogh, Ryan Banesh, Cody Jamison, Graham Hosick, for, for Christ's sakes. I mean, this is a team, like, I think if they can, the problem in Rochester last year for me looked to be their defense was not good early on. And I think, you know, you had all these mix, like all these guys going in and out and things like that. And, and Coach Styles was really putting together his team for Halifax, the guys he wanted to bring to Halifax. And that's completely fine. And I understand that. And so by default, this team was not as good as they were last season. This is going to be a team that I think is going to be a surprise to many people this year. 6-12 and 12 last year, missed the playoffs, terrible season. I knew, I, really, I, I saw them playing their first game, and I was like, man, this is going to be an atrocious season. After going to the NLL Finals the year prior, And I just mentioned a, a lot of reasons that could have been. But this is a team that I'm excited to see because of the youth they have. Jackson. I, I, by the way, Kyle Jackson has become one of my favorite lacrosse players right now. The, like, like the more I, like Every time I watch him, I just get more and more impressed. Like the hustle, the heart. The, the grit that he shows, you know, setting picks, doing the dirty work, but also having the ability to, like, he's not just one of those, you know, quote-unquote meatheads that goes out there and is doing the dirty work. He, like, he can put the ball back in that. He has skills. I mean, this is a team that needs a guy like that. And, you know, with... Again, I'm, I'll mention them again. Bushi and Withers being two other young guys in this mix. I mean, this is gonna be a fun team to watch. I think, and uh, you know, again, I don't want to. I don't put too much like um, emphasis on preseason performances, but like because I know there's a lot of guys that don't play the whole time. Like I mentioned earlier, Sean Evans has only played in one. Of like what three preseason games I think that Rochester has already had. So like, you know, you don't play your key guys the whole time. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is gonna be an exciting team. Um, and Halifax they had a lot of goals in a couple uh, preseason scrimmages 
um, two weeks ago. So this is going to be a uh, very, very exciting team. Pretty balanced squad overall. Um, I think they're going to have some good fan attraction in Halifax. and I'm excited to see what this team can do. Now, the back end of the podcast here, my picks for who, kind of what the, what I think the standings of who will finish away in the North Division. So, you know, I'm going to go, this is probably a tough division because I think each team Unlike maybe a East or unlike the East division, where I think there is a, a not a clear cut favorite, but I think there is a heavier favorite. I think because of some of the losses and things like that from these teams, this might be the tightest division. This and the West, I think, are the two toughest of the three divisions. So it's be a little tough to pick, but you know. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Toronto wins the division. I think Halifax comes in second. Buffalo comes in third. And Rochester comes in last. Fourth and last. And that could certainly be flipped. Like, honestly, I think it is a very tight division with some of the unknowns from these teams. And um, I think it could very much be flipped the other way around where Toronto finishes first, Rochester uh, last, Rochester finishes first. I mean, it's no endless opportunities here, but I, I, I do think it's probably Toronto, um, Toronto, Halifax, Buffalo, Rochester in that order for the North Division of the National Lacrosse League here in the 2019-20 season. That is all for the Lacrosse Bucket Podcast NLL season preview today. Again, thanks for listening. Check us out on social media at Lacrosse Bucket. On Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, my personal at Tanner underscore Dimling. As always, lacrossebucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season.